This is Monday, July 4th, so happy Independence Day. And it's a great day to be thinking about freedom and our freedom in Christ. Yes, we're stepping into week four of Grace Under Pressure. We're learning about how God's grace works in our lives. The life of grace, you could say, or the practice of grace. Now today we learn an interesting principle of grace. The way we experience freedom, spiritual freedom, is a bit ironic. I want to go straight to our scripture passage for today. This is Luke chapter 12, verse 2 to 3. This is Jesus speaking. There is nothing concealed that will not be disclosed or hidden that will not be made known. What you have said in the dark will be heard in the daylight, and what you have whispered in the ear in the inner rooms will be proclaimed from the rooftops. Now, these teachings of Jesus he gave as warnings to his disciples about the dangers of hypocrisy. You see, Jesus conducted his ministry among both conservative and liberal hypocrites. The conservatives were called Pharisees. They seemed to be interested in keeping the law of God, but the law had become an idol for them. Though the law was good, their devotion to it actually kept them from God. The liberals, on the other hand, are called the Sadducees. They spoke publicly of standing with God, yet they were willing to lay aside any principle, and even the law of God, to maintain a strong political position with the Roman government. You could say that they were sellouts. They'd do almost anything to protect their position. And this was the height of hypocrisy. Now, Jesus' words seem strange to us at this point. He speaks about what is hidden being revealed. He's speaking about the nature of sin in our lives and the way grace works. He says that when we hide our sin, it will come out. What we keep in the dark will find its way into the light. And this is what we see happening before him with both the conservatives and the liberals. The principle goes like this. What we hide will come out, and what we bring into the light, God will cover for us. So take, for example, King David, the man who was after God's own heart. His sin against God, his sin against Bathsheba and Uriah, his friend, well, he thought he could hide it. He thought he was in the clear when Uriah was dead, and there was plausible deniability in the pregnancy of Bathsheba. But God knew, and he knew. His own hiding and his sin created a cascading effect that rippled down through his own family, and it did so for decades, and even remained after his death. David's son actually ended up doing what Jesus says here. Later on in, in his life, David's sin brought about a rift in his family. His son Absalom drove him from the throne, and he did the unthinkable. He had sex with David's concubines in broad daylight. You see, what his father had done in secret, Absalom did for the whole world to see. Like, you cannot make this stuff up. But here's what it means. You see, what we hide will come out. It will be revealed for what it is. You see, not only did the sin of David come out as the prophet Nathan confronted him, but the sin he thought he could hide infected his family going forward. Now, it makes you wonder, why would we want to hide our sin? 
I think we do it to protect the image of ourselves that we have crafted and presented to the world. We've carefully curated an image of ourselves that comes to matter to us more than we care about living in the truth, more than we care about walking with God. So we protect that image. We do whatever's necessary. We hide bottles of alcohol. We clear out our internet caches and delete our surfing history. We think we can keep things under control if we can hide what we are doing and how we are really doing, but we can't. Jesus says, it'll end up being shouted from the rooftops. It's going to come out. But here's the other side of the way of grace and the way it works. What we reveal, God will hide. What does this mean? Well, what we confess, God will cover with the blood of Jesus. His steadfast love comes to the rescue when we speak the truth about our condition. Here is David describing what he went through when he sinned. When I kept silent, my bones wasted away through my groaning all day long. For day and night your hand was heavy upon me. My strength was sapped as in the heat of summer. That's Psalm 32, 3-4. David speaks of his sin causing him what sounds like physical pain. The image he had crafted for himself as the good and godly king was utterly shattered, and he felt the heavy hand of God upon him. Now, for sure, he had walked with God. He even wrote songs to the Lord when he was in the wilderness, and he enjoyed sweet communion with God. But now, all of that was gone. It must have been oppressive for him. He laid aside fellowship with God for a single night of sexual pleasure. And that night turned into a nightmare. Now let's read the next little section of this song. Psalm 32, verse 5. Then I acknowledged my sin to you and did not cover up my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord. And you forgave the guilt of my sin. Look at what happened when he stopped covering it all up. He simply says, Lord, you forgave me. There was no waiting, no time of probation. David didn't have to prove himself to God. He simply uncovered what he had done. He confessed his sin. I don't think this was easy. This meant facing the pain of giving up his reputation and his image as the good guy and the man of God. must have been something like a death for David to admit he wasn't that guy, but instead was an adulterer and a murderer. But this is when grace can flow and when life can come. What we bring out into the open, God covers with his love. God extends his forgiveness to us. This is the good news of the gospel as we start this week with grace under pressure. Let's pray. Lord God, you have searched me and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down, and you, have, you are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, you know it completely. You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Enable me to trust in your goodness, that I might live in truth before you today. For in your name I pray, amen.